Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Believe It Plus Ultra. Again, this is your host, the best spear detective around, Dean. Also with me is... The Immortal Amy. The Immortal Amy, oh my gosh. Yes. Damn, what what happened between last episode and now that you're immortal? Well, it's bad thematic since I'm defending an immortal. Ah, yes. Yup, we are doing our... Doing a kind of like versus format tonight on this uh, episode here, and technically this is the first episode of the anime annihilation gauntlet, or the AAG as I lovingly call it. <laughs> um, and so what we got to do here in the AAG, the anime annihilation gauntlet, is one of us will defend a anime character and basically reason ourselves why this character is pretty powerful and versus at least five different people why they should advance up the gauntlet and potentially face the overall champion of the AAG. Uh, and so, Amy, why don't you uh, introduce our guy that's trying to run the gauntlet tonight? Alright, uh, well, I will be defending Vaughn from the Seven Deadly Sins. Um, he is the fox son of Breed and he stopped aging at 30, uh, 23, uh, but that was 30 years ago as the anime stand. Okay. Um, I'm going to be using anime and manga abilities and okay. weapons. Okay, so we got Vaughn. So he's the uh, the lovable guy from, he said, Seven Deadly Sins. He, I don't know. I like, I like him. He seems like he's more like, I don't know, I guess down to earth, not as crazy as the rest. Eh, he has his crazy moments. He does. Um, but he's also one of the lighthearted ones. Like, he's he's a cad and a bit of a player. He walks by a guy in a nice suit and he's just like, uh, give that to me. <laughs> that is yeah, true. I forgot like, that. I forgot he did that. On the road. You have nice clothes. They're mine now. Yeah, I forgot he did that, yeah. I mean, he seems like he has the best style. Of the oh, Seven yes. Deadly Sins. He is, he is by far the Seven Deadly Sins the best dressed. He wins that gauntlet without even trying. Yeah, I mean, no one even comes close. I mean, I guess maybe Merlin, but I mean, that's just because she decides to basically wear... I, I don't even know if you want to call that a robe. Um, Merlin can't win best dressed. She's not dressed. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, what would you call that? It's like, you know, she cut... like Because you can see down the sides of it. So it's not like even like a robe like Harry Potter wears. Uh, I feel like this is like a, an accent shawl that she just forgot to put the rest of the clothes on with. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, definitely Vaughn wins the, the fashion gauntlet. You know, we're not going to even try and argue that one. No. Yeah. So, are you ready to run the gauntlet with Vaughn? I am. Okay. So, what I did here is I tried to pick some stuff that... Um, Amy here was a little bit familiar with, so she can have a little, you know, defense here, right? And so, I went, I went to your, to your roots here with this first one. Okay. Hey, round one. Okay, we're going with Sailor Mercury. <laughs> okay. Yup. And first off, you know, I don't know what kind of scenario we got going on that Sailor Mercury and Vaughn are fighting each other, but. It's going down. They're in the streets well, of a city. Both, both Seven Deadly Sins and Sailor Moon deal with dimensions and time travel. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is an easy setup. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I mean, let's just say, I mean, since Vaughn is also immortal and time travel and all that kind of stuff, I mean, it's plausible that they could meet. But, mm -hmm. hey, you know... What you're, I'm dealing with a, who you're facing is not the regular Sailor Mercury right here. Okay. Yeah, you're dealing with dark Sailor Mercury. Oh, no. That don't give a damn about nobody. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, just normally she's just carrying around some freaking water slash ice swords with her. And then obviously she's got her regular powers going on. I mean, I think she might be able to pull it off. Because... I don't know if you would like to go into detail about what Vaughn would do, but I feel like at first, you know, I don't know if Vaughn would be like, I'm going to punch this girl in the face. 
Um, I think uh, the rules we set up was Vaughn has to be attacked first. That you get to, you get the first shot. Okay. So my first shot here is I am not going to even use my swords. I'm going to use as it says here. One of the first powers she uses is she actually figured out how to use Mercury Aquamist. And I'm just going to send out a mist that impairs his vision. Okay. And so he can't even see where I am. Um, he is going to counter that with, um, what is the name of this weapon? Um, you're going to have to pardon me. Pronunciation on this thing is a beast. Okay. Um, but it's... It's like a staff, um, but it, uh, it's it got four segmented pieces. The end two are blades. Is it like and a... Because, it's kind of like a bow staff, his, right? Yeah. Because it's his sacred treasure, um, he can um, uh, extend it to whatever length he needs to extend it to. Uh, it's... Okay, so it's... Uh, core... Corey Chow House? I don't know. Okay. So this, this word a, has too many vowels. For it me. has a bow staff, but it increases in length like Goku's uh, one he used as a kid. Okay. Yes, and he can wield it like a staff or like nunchucks. Okay. Um, so uh, this is empowered and imbued with hypersonic. So what he's going to do is begin spinning these blades at beyond the speed of sound in front of him and just bat the mist away. Well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, because now the miss is gone, and there goes yeah. my thing right there. Because it was also supposed to, if being around it, also chill you down a little bit, you know, slow you down. But now, I'm just going to have yeah. to go straight up with Shine Aqua Illusion, and I'm just going to send just flying ice swords at you, one after another. Okay. Um, Bond, being completely immortal and a bit of a masochist, is going to take it and send these extending whips uh, out to uh, completely wrap her up and encase her. Oh no. Ooh. I only got really one thing left I can do. With that same move, Aqua Illusion, I can make a shield around myself and then expand it. Okay, that would... That would probably push the the chains away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Since this is the only one I get to use this weapon against, I'm going to continue using this weapon. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to hmm, we're going to go for the kill this time, and oh, instead no. of trying to wrap her up, just push both of them—one for the head, and one for the heart. Well, she does not have any kind of moves to make herself faster. Yeah. She does not. <laughs> this is, these things move at the speed of sound. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to have to give you that because I don't think even Dark Selling Mercury is going to be able to do anything about that. No, but that was only Challenger 1. <laughs> that was round 1. Round 1, you have won. Yay. Okay. Round 2. I told you I was going to go for your your heart here. Alright. Okay. Round two. All of a sudden you you know fall backwards and it feels like you are now in another world. You have been downloaded or uploaded, whatever you want to say, into the underworld. Oh no. Yes. And standing in front of you is Yugio. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Can I just like, can I just hug him? <laughs> you cannot. Oh, this is the evil one too, isn't it? This is the one that's uh, the Infinity Knight or whatever. This one right here is not even the Infinity Knight. Yu-Gi-Oh thinks that you are one of the evil people from beyond. Oh no! Yup. Because you look demonic, you don't look normal, and so. But okay, but, but you're you're aiming for my heart, 
Not for Bond's heart. So, I'm aiming for your heart uh, because I would like you to kill the person you like. <laughs> so, Yu-Gi-Oh! is going to full-on come at you, and he is going to, with his sword drawn, charge at you and do a slash across, like, a, like uh, diagonally across you. Okay. Um, Left to right, let's hmm. say. This is a sword, huh? Yes. He is using the Blue Rose Sword. Alright. Um, I'm going to take that because the sword can't actually hurt me. But in the process, I'm going to use Snatch. Um, so, Snatch is the ability to take a physical object okay. and um, bring it from wherever it is to him. Okay. Um, we see him primarily use Snatch um, against uh, Elaine to get the, the cup. Yeah. Uh, but we also see him use it once or twice against some of the um, Holy Knights yeah. to get their weapons. So instead of dodging or anything, he's going to take a hit if it comes and... Uh, use snatch to take the weapon out of Yujiro's hand um, and uh, turn it around on him because he is now unarmed. Oh no. <laughs> System call. Wind palm. <laughs> wind palm? Yeah, he can, uh, he can do system call and use wind powers. Um, okay. And so it shoots... Basically, a gust of wind to separate himself from an enemy or push something away from him. So it creates distance. Okay. Um, I mean, technically, I guess it could cause damage if something else is combined with it, but obviously, with him now being disarmed. Right. So he's essentially going to try to keep me away as as I move through? Yeah, he, he primarily um, used it to aim at your arm. Slash where you have the sword. I don't think there's any way looking at Yu-Gi-Oh's um, mastery of system call, which if I remember correctly, is significantly less from some of the other characters because yeah. he's more of a physical fighter, uh, that he's going to be able to maintain that very long. Oh no, um, it's so it's Bond's, it's a one it's a one it's like a one off basically. Bond's going to do a. Um, War of Attrition thing here, where he just keeps running at him and attacking with the sword. Because um, I think after once, maybe twice, three times, if he's really, really desperate, um, Yuji is going to give out and Bond's going to be able to close in. And since Yuji doesn't have a weapon, and Bond does. Okay. So, that's what I'm going to do right here. So, he's going to do full control art, and he's going to do life drain. Mm. And since you are holding his sword, which is where he's dividing this power of draining life force from, is going to, I believe, make it a little bit more stronger than normal. Uh, okay. Um, Vaughn is going to counter that with um, Physical Hunt, which uh, steals whatever power the opponent is using against him and gives it to Vaughn. Oh, no. So, he's now using Life Drain and taking away Yu-Gi-Oh's life? Yep. Yu-Gi-Oh only has one thing left he can do. Okay. He's going to, he's going to change his form into a giant sword. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now he is going to lunge at Vaughn with all of his might. Um, Vaughn is going to continue attacking, but now he's absolutely laughing because swords... Swords are fun. <laughs> I, I believe he was imprisoned and impaled through every uh, limb uh, for five years repeatedly and enjoyed it. Got bored after five years and just walked out. Yeah. Um, so he's going to like let Yu-Gi-Oh think he's winning for a while. Like, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe lose a limb, let himself get run through a time or two, because Vaughn, total masochist. Uh-huh. And... And then when he gets tired of this, uh, like, game, he's just going to break the sword. Because we know that sword breaks. Oh, no. You killed Yu-Gi-Oh! 
I know, and you're a terrible person for making me do it. <laughs> you killed him. He's now dying. He's on the floor. He's crying. He only wants one person. He wants his boyfriend, Kirito. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wants. Okay, hey, I have a question. Um, yeah. So, Bond's blood is the fountain of youth. If I heal Yu-Gi-Oh, will he continue to attack me? Um, or do I win because I cut him in half? I mean, you did cut him in half. And so, I mean, I don't know the extent of the fountain of youth powers that Vaughn, I mean, I know that Vaughn can pretty much come back from anything, but, like, yeah. if he gives his blood to people, do they also now come back from anything? No. So they're his just healed. Blood is restorative, so, like, he's a reverse vampire. Okay, so, I mean, um, if you would like, you can be nice yeah. and try and tell you yeah. you're a good guy. See? See, I didn't kill him, I saved him. You saved him. Yeah. Okay. So yes. you you leave a little blood behind for Yu-Gi-Oh, but since it's Vaughn, I feel like he would put it like two feet out of his reach. So then he has to work for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Vaughn, <laughs> Vaughn would enjoy that. Yeah. He would he would stay and watch to see if he got it or not. Let's see what which which uh which half is going to get it. He's going to go for the legs. He's going to go for the arms. What is he doing? Oh, uh, he yeah, he'd put it like two feet away from his arms. Okay. Drag yourself this way. Now, what I don't know is if Vaughn's blood would put him back together or just heal the wound. That I don't know. We may just have half a Well, ago. as we saw in the trailer, they have wheelchairs in the underworld. <laughs> so, I mean, they can push around Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh in wheelchairs forever. Oh, they can be wheelchair buddies. <laughs> yeah, they can be wheelchair buddies. The cut-in-half Yu-Gi-Oh... And then the brain dead Kirito. They can be best yeah. buds. That'd be such a great anime to watch. <laughs> um, no, I feel like that one would be as bad as uh, uh, the Mother Rosario arc. So, real quick, harsh time out. This trailer, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! wasn't in it at all. He wasn't because he's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not coming back. All you Yu-Gi-Oh! fans out there... He died because he got cut in half. Um, I, I don't know if people realize, but when you get cut in half, you, you die. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't survive being bisected. No, Vaughn does, though. Vaughn does. can be bisected and survive. See, if Vaughn was in the Sword Art Online, everything would be okay. Truth. All right. Okay, round, round three. Okay, You feel like you're adjusted again, but now this time, you know, when you awaken... You feel like, you know, everything's a little bit more hopeful and cheery. And then you hear a voice, I challenge you to a Pokemon battle. <laughs> <coughs> I'm Ash Ketchum from Palatown. I got eight badges. Are you the Pokemon League? Vaughn <laughs> uh, would sass this. He'd be like, what the hell's a Pokemon? You... You could look kind of weird. Everybody says that there's this new weird Pokemon around, and I think you might be it, so I'm going to fight you. Oh, I am the Pokemon. Hey, wait a minute. If I lose, do I get caught? Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. I'm going to go. I only got two Pokemon with me today. They're at Professor Oak's, but I got my two most powerful ones. <laughs> okay. Go Charizard! Aww. <laughs> Alright. Charizard! Flamethrower! Alright, um... Bob's gonna look at this and be like, What the fuck? It's a dragon! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's immediately... Hey, immediately, hey, hey, it's hey, not a dragon. Hey. You're right, it's not a dragon. But, let's, let's be honest. What is Charizard? A Charizard. flying lizard. Charizard is like the definition of a dragon. He's a flying lizard, thank you. Yeah, he's a... F no, no. <laughs> Have you seen... The, you've seen the things Pokemon calls dragons. They're dumb. They're Don't dragons for a reason. I love, I love me little baby Dratinis, but no. No. Charizard is a dragon. Um, so, Vaughn is going to use Assault Hunt. So, Assault Hunt 
um, allows him to move in a uh, supersonic speed, okay. um, specifically for the purpose of beheading anything in his path. Oh, no. Not <laughs> Jarzard. Yeah, he's just going to be like, what? Boom. And now he's got his head. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this, this one's not going back into the vault. Jarzard, returned! Returned! Why won't you return? Why'd the Pokeball <laughs> turn black? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. He seems really fast. I gotta kill my yeah. most fast, most powerful Pokemon. Pikachu, I choose you. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like Bond's character would not fight Pikachu, and this is why. <laughs> why in the world would this, like, uber masochist fight the adorable little, like, rat that will electrocute him on command? Pikachu, bolt tackle. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this would be like, like, okay, do you remember the episode in the anime where um, Meliodas and Bond fight and they're like doing this special handshake um, uh, arm wrestle thing and yeah. they completely destroy a 20-story prison yeah. and don't notice? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Bond would be like, I want this thing. I'm taking it. And then he would, like, just keep Pikachu as a pet. You gotta react. Pikachu used bolt tackle on you. His most yeah. powerful move. He's gonna catch him. He's gonna roll, <laughs> roll backwards on the floor with him laughing. <laughs> just be like, yes! You can't steal my Pokemon. You must be part of Team Rocket. Ash charges at you. <laughs> um... Ash goes for the Can punch. Can I use a salt hunt on Ash and then keep Pikachu? Huh? Can I use a salt hunt on Ash and then keep Pikachu? I mean, you can do what you want. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> you you killed you killed Ash Ketchum. He was the pride of Pallet Town. You, yeah. you yeah. terrible human being. <laughs> I did that, and I, I kept his Pikachu. <laughs> you kept Pikachu. It's, it, it's adorable, and... Bond would think it was mildly erotic. Pikachu was crying and trying to bring back Ash back to life, just like in the Pokemon movie. No. <laughs> but. Bond's taking him. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, you, you won round three. <laughs> you beheaded Charizard and Ash Ketchum <laughs> and, and stole Ash. Pikachu. <laughs> And, and I not have Pikachu as a pet. Probably going to have to buy him a leash, though. Yeah. On the upside, he's more likely to electrocute me now. Mm-hmm. So, round four again. You wake up, and I, I'm sorry to tell you this, but Pikachu's gone. Aww. Pikachu's gone. Gone is upset. But now, you're facing someone you don't know nothing about, Amy. Okay. You're facing Zenitsu from Demon Slayer. I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine this. You're facing somebody that is as fast as Rock Lee. Okay. With a sword that does Shidori like Sasuke can do. Ooh. That's who you're fighting right now. You're fighting a guy that is super speed with a sword that has Shidori basically. Alright, tell me a little bit real quick about my surroundings. Okay, so right now, where you are at okay, is a forest. You're not sure exactly where, but it's a forest, and the forest is a bunch of pond trees, basically. Yeah, okay, that's what you're surrounded okay. by. And you're in a clearing in the middle of this forest. So it's me and this guy... And no one else in a forest. Yeah, this is, this is how your Zenitsu is going to react to Vaughn. Oh my god, it's a demon! I'm so scared! Don't hurt me! Okay. Um, <laughs> Vaughn is immediately going to use Zero Sign. Um, zero Sign allows him to... Um, he's not strictly invisible, but he is entirely undetectable and blends in with his surroundings. He's not used this one in the anime yet. He's only used this one in the manga. Okay. Um, 
but essentially he's he's gonna go be a tree oh my god he disappeared oh my god i'm gonna die please someone to save me why does it have to be me why can't i just go home uh, yeah, no, he's just going to be a tree and watch this guy. Because he looks like he's probably pretty, uh, pretty scared, but also, um, Vaughn has recognized the pattern that the people are getting more powerful. Oh my god, why so, can't I see him? <laughs> Mr. Demon, please just leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, I think probably, depending on how long it takes. What's your, what's your dude's name again? Zenitsu. Zenitsu. I think, depending on how long it takes Zenitsu to do anything other than beg, Vaughn will probably stand there for about ten minutes. Oh uh, my god! Gets bored. Why can't someone else do this? I didn't want to be a demon slayer. <laughs> okay. Um. So... He's just going to keep on uh, crying and complaining because he's afraid that if he leaves the spot he is, you're going to attack him from behind or something. Okay. So he's just going to uh, keep so, on crying and complaining. So Bond's going to sneak up on him slowly um, until he's uh, within arm's reach. And you then see, he's going to snap his neck. You see Zenzitsu pass out before you even have a chance to. He just passes out from fright. <laughs> okay. Bond is confused. He pokes him with a stick. All of a sudden his sword slashes at your hand. And cuts it off. Um, but, uh, Bond looks down at his steps as his hands regrow and goes, that was interesting. And then pokes the guy with a stick again. Zenitsu. So that happens again. Now, slashes at you again, but then jumps away from where he is. But as you notice, his eyes are completely closed. Okay, wait a minute. So this guy is terrified, but when he's not conscious, he's super effective. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. He takes right. a stance that he basically has like, kind of like a base, like um, like a football player stance. He's crouched down and he has both his hands on the sword, and it looks like he's trying to charge up a move. Okay. And he's um, targeted, even though you're invisible. He's looking directly, not like looking, but he's directly at your direction. I'm trying to look at what I've crossed off so far. Um, Alright, so I've used Banishing Kill to the head people. Um, and I've used Zero Sign. Oh! Okay, I'm going to use uh, Crazy Hunt, sometimes called Overhunt. Okay. Um, and... It's it's a power up of his uh, his original power snatch, uh -huh. but it specifically targets the uh, vital organs of people. Um, he got it in order to target the hearts of demons, so he could pull all seven out at the same time. Okay. Um, so he's going to look at this guy and target all of the vital organs and pull them out of his body instantaneously. <laughs> he's now holding the guy's like heart and kidneys and liver as you do that he does do one thing left before he just completely dies okay he does thunderclap he charges at you faster than the speed of lights and uses the thunder and slashes you completely in half from face down to the crotch basically and that's, okay. since you stole his organs, obviously that would probably be the end of him. Right, Com completely bisected. Yes. Um, we've seen Bond completely bisected twice. It takes him a while to recover from, but not near as long as, like, incineration. Yeah. Um, so probably we're going to see two sides of Bond being a little bit confused for, like, five minutes before he puts himself back together. Dang. Just killed my boys in this too. Yeah, sorry. Stole his organs. I'm almost out of powers, though. Hey, so this time again, you wake up and you're at a uh, you're on like a, a harbor area, 
Okay. It's, a, it's a nice little area. So you can see that there's a little park right here. Looks pretty nice. There's a there's a fountain there. People around. Um, there are people in the distance, but not anyone close. Okay. Yeah. There is there's only uh one person that you can see that is somewhat close, and they are already looking at you. And all of a sudden, there's a park bench thrown at your face. Um, I'm gonna get hit. Mm-hmm. Bond's pretty fast, and he doesn't see any reason to dodge. So you get hit by the park bench. Yeah. Uh, and then, I'm assuming you will get up from that. Yeah. And then you see uh, a girl with red hair. Oh. Is this Lucy? This is Lucy. Okay. From Elfin Lid or Elfin Lied. Okay. And she is about, I would say at this point, about 100 feet away from you. Okay. Um, and she is how picking, far do you say I am from the other people? Um, the other people, I would say the nearest other person would probably be a couple. She, she's 100. She's probably like maybe four or 500 feet. Okay. So. Uh, is there just a single person, or is there like a group of people? We're in a park. Like... It's like, for whatever reason, this part of the park slash harbor area, there's nobody else there. But as you can see around you, there are other people in this park harbor area that, for whatever reason, are just not near the water harbor area like you are. Okay. Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm close enough to a group. Um, pro probably not, would not be considered like a group of people. This would not be like, I'm going to the park and there's people everywhere. No, forever. There, there could be normally, but for whatever reason, there's not right now. There's not. Okay. Maybe um, Lucy scared them off or what? Um, oof. I don't think I've used that one yet. Okay. No, I have. Have I? Have I used physical hut where you take on the abilities of the other person? Yes. Okay. That's what I, was I think I used it, like, first. Yeah. Second. First or second one. Mm-hmm. So, um, as you are taking your time, Lucy is now chucking whatever she can at you. Park benches, trees, whatever, she's throwing them at you. Okay. Um... I'm going to turn and hightail it to the largest group of people I can find. So I'm going to um, leave this um, each area and head towards uh, some type of city center. Okay. So you run. Um, because my, my, goal, my goal is to get with a group of like 50 or more people. Okay. So you run away from the harbor and Lucy is following you, but I, I hate to say it, you know, since you decided to use the manga I also decided to use the manga oh no I don't know anything about our manga powers okay, okay so you know how in the anime like at the most I think it was like two meters uh-huh yeah um she decided that that wasn't long enough and now her uh her hands in the anime I mean in the manga can reach worldwide oh lord so she so you, you start running from running you, you start running and she lets you go about a hundred, like a hundred feet, and then she grabs you and then yanks you back and throws you into the harbor. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, this would be more effective if I was with more people, but it will work with just her. Um, so I'm gonna do the um, hunter's feast. Okay. Um, this allows me to absorb the strength, not the life, but just the strength of everyone within, um, a 200 foot radius. Okay. Um, so since she's within that thing, I am going to just zap her strength and make it mine. Okay. So just so you are aware, you said strength. <laughs> yeah. You did not say powers. Right. It's because it's not powers. So you stole the strength uh, not of... Not that can do powers, but not... I already used it. So, just so you are aware, you stole the strength of, like, a teenage girl. Yeah, well, which is why I was trying to get to a crowd. And so, 
she might be on her knees now, but since her hands are her psychic abilities, that does not affect her strength. Um. <laughs> so she's now mad that you did this, and so now she is grabbing you and then holding you down underneath the water to see if you'll drown. Yeah, I will. But here's, here's the problem. <laughs> with, with the rules we set up, yeah. I think I lose this one because I can't reuse powers. Um, Bon already used the ability to take her psychic power and use it. And he already used the ability to call out her internal organs. Mm -hmm. Um, Snatch, Snatch would allow him, I mean, he already used it, but Snatch would allow him essentially to, um, call things, I mean, I don't think Snatch would be useful here at all. No, because there's nothing for him to take. The only gift I haven't used yet is not a combat gift. It's the opposite of the ones um, that I used earlier. So he's got one called Gift. Okay. During his time in Purgatory, he learned how to reverse these. So instead of stealing someone else's powers or strength, he can give his powers or strength to someone else. Okay. Um, so that's that's how he and Meliodas get out of purgatory. Is Meliodas is fighting with not just uh, his power and strength, which is super significant, but he's got all of Bond's powers, abilities, and strength as well. Okay. Um, but that doesn't do me any good here. I mean, I could give that all to her, but um, Bond is super fast and super strong. But from what I've seen so far of season one of Elf and Lid, um, physical strength and speed are irrelevant to these hands. Yeah, but so I I, I think I think I, without my ability to use her power here, I think I lose. Well, here's the thing: is that <laughs> um, with the use of their powers in I would say you lose right now, but so drowning won't kill him. Right. So he'll just forever drown, basically. So he won't drown. Yeah, he'll just be underwater. So here's here's a question: um, Can I hit her upside the head with something? Because if I can get her to turn into new, I I'll just walk up and be like, "Oh, you're cute," and pat her on the head. I mean. <laughs> You are at the bottom of the ocean, of, not the ocean floor, I guess. I mean, of the harbor. And so, I mean, that's like 15, 20 feet below the surface. Yeah, it is Nana within 200 feet of me. Is who? Nana. Nana. Oh. Yeah. She is? Can I give her all of my powers? And let her attack uh, Lucy? I mean, you could. You could see what happens. Okay, so... Um, okay, so I've gotten to the point in the anime where um, the... Shoot, what's the little girl's name? The little girl finds Nana and brings her back to the big like restaurant house they're living in. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming they eventually become friends, yeah? Yes. Yes. So probably this isn't gonna do me any good. No. Um let's see. What I was gonna say is you might lose the battle right now, but um the use of the hands is a temporary thing. They can't use it for very long. Ooh, it's a time limit, so I'm gonna wait it out. Yeah, so there is a time limit because the more you use your hands, especially like if you improve the use of them, like how Lucy is at this point where she can go worldwide if she wants. Uh-huh. It shortens your lifespan. Uh, longer you use them, the shorter more, you do. Yeah, the more so, damage it does. So can I wait her out and make her um, make her die from overusing the hands? I mean, technically, yeah. I don't know. Go back to daddy, buddy. So, yeah. I mean, it could be just in a war of attrition. Yeah, that, that's probably what I'm going to have to do here. Because the only thing I've got left is just the fact that he's immortal. Okay, so after 
let's say about five hours of being under the water. <laughs> she thinks that you're. You this should is be... uncomfortable because he still feels pain. Yeah. So, like, he is not breathing, and that is uncomfortable. But so, like, waterboarding to times a million. Yeah, but he's a masochist, so I'm so. assuming that he's enjoying it. So, she thinks that you should be dead now because it's been five hours. Right. And so, oh, totally dead. so she has retrieved her hands and she starts walking away. Because I'm assuming after a while you probably get tired of it and you stop moving. Um, so, the, I do have a weapon I haven't used yet, just a regular quarter staff. Okay. Um, I'm going to run at her and, like, bash her about the head. She does try to react, but you still have, like, like fast, like, reflex yeah, and everything, I'm, right? I'm pretty fast and pretty strong. Yeah. So, she does try and block, but where are you aiming for? Uh, head. Head, so, you do hit her in the head. And... She has now become just Mew. Mew. Just <laughs> does nothing and just does nothing at all and just acts cute and does weird sexual things. Oh, Bob's probably into it. Yeah. I'm sure he would be. Yeah. <laughs> so, with so that. That takes me to the Grand Champ, right? The Grand Champ. So okay, who's our grand champ of the gauntlet? So you got yourself the you have the ability right now that you can bring back two of your powers that you used. Oof, okay. Um, That'll be nice. I'm gonna bring back. I would say um, you also are healed, but you automatically heal, so that doesn't matter. I'm gonna bring back uh, the. Um, physical hunt where I steal my opponent's abilities. Okay. And I still have no, I used it against her and it didn't do any good. Um a crazy hunt where I pull out the vital organs. Okay. Yeah. Who you are facing is someone that I don't think you know too much about. I decided. Um, I know this anime, but I've not, I've not watched it. I yeah. mean, I've not watched a lot of it. I've seen like maybe twenty-four episodes over the course of my life. Not okay. Yeah, you're going but... against the strongest one of them all, as they would say in Japanese, Son Goku, or as we say in English, Goku, or Kakarot. Okay. And he is in his base form. He's got black hair. He's got the orange jumpsuit going on. And he says, you ready to fight? Because I definitely am. Uh, what? <laughs> Bob's just confused at this point. Uh, I believe he spent five hours drowning now. Yeah. Yeah. What, well, you, you tired, buddy? You tired, dude? You need, do you need a Zenzu bean? You know, I like to fight you at full strength. You know, I don't like to fight people when they're already down. Nah, nah, come on. Okay, so Goku goes flying at you. And he looks like he's just trying to fight you hand-to-hand. Um, I meet him and fight hand-to-hand. I'm pretty good at that. Alright, so you guys are exchanging some blows, some kicks, some punches real quick. All of a sudden, you know, Goku increases his speed a little bit. And he says, KO Ken times ten. So now he is ten times faster and ten times stronger. Okay. Um, did you see the tournament arc? Where uh, Bon fought Meliodas? Yes. Okay. So, you know how in that Bon, like, Meliodas punches him in the gut and he, like, the fist goes through him and he spits out blood and the, they catch his hand and it, like, bends and breaks all the way to the elbow? Yeah, no, that's kind of what I see Bon doing at the moment. But as yeah. long as we're going to physical blows, he's just going to be like, okay, physical blows, let's go. So, yeah, Goku does. Give me their surroundings real quick. Where are they? They, I'm going to do some Dragon Ball Z setting right here. I imagine, like, Grand Canyon, orange rocks everywhere, valleys. That's where you're at. Oh, yeah, they're breaking this canyon. Oh, yeah, it's it's going down. I mean, 
Goku's doing Kaioken times 10. He's punching you around. He's throwing you around. I'm sure you're getting some blows in, too. Yeah. Mostly I'm bouncing off canyon walls, but I'm coming back real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, dude. You must be really <laughs> tough. I keep on hitting you, and you keep coming back at you. I might have to, you know, power up a little bit more. Um, I think I'm going to um, just take it for a few more minutes. Okay. So... Goku does Kaioken times 20. And basically, every time he makes contact with you, he is busting holes through you. Oh, fantastic. He is busting holes um, through you with punches. His kicks are breaking bones. It's getting bad. But, like you said, he, he pretty much automatically heals a lot of times from those kind of things. Yeah. So, uh, this is the second time I've seen him do this, right? Yes. Alright, so I'm going to employ Physical Hunt, and I'm going to take his ability, and so, I'm going to scream out, KOK times a thousand. And I'm going to go for his head. Okay. So as you go through his head, you see him put his fingers on his head, and then disappear. Uh, I'm going to assume that he's still there, and um, keep my trajectory. And if he's not there, I'm just going to go through the canyon walls. <laughs> so, you go through the canyon walls. Okay. Goku has used a move called Instant Transmission, where he can teleport himself anywhere he wants to. Okay, is he still within, um, you know, is he still within 500 feet of me? He is up in the sky. Within 500 feet? Uh... Maybe. I mean, he's basically a sky view. I mean, because Vaughn can't fly. No, but he's super strong and super fast. So he, he can jump up the there or something. Yeah. You see him, you see Goku saying, Damn, he stole my Kaioken. I was like, going to have to set this up. I had to go Super Saiyan. And also, you just hear him yell for five minutes, basically. Charging up, and then his hair goes blonde. And now he is so, he is so much faster than he was before. So even your KO Ken times 100 that you still have on you is barely keeping up with him. Okay. Uh, um, did I, was I close enough to hear whatever he yelled? Um, basically, uh, he, he likes to announce. Okay. So I'm still, I've still got physical hunt employed. I'm just going to yell it too. My, my hair is already already like white blonde, like Malfoy blonde. So what happens to my hair? Trying to do this, basically, <laughs> so you can steal all of his powers, right? Yeah, once I employ it, if he uses it within 500 feet of me, I can I can mimic it because it's essentially I'm just I'm ditto. Okay. <laughs> I'm his ditto. Okay, so yeah, it's like a transformation. So yeah. it opens up more power to be used, and like his physical is that he goes blonde. Okay, so I'm just blonde now. So you have blonde, spiky hair going on right now. Alright, so blonde takes a time out in the fight to not like the fact that his hair is a different color. <laughs> it doesn't go with the outfit. It does not. Red and no. go blonde do not go together. Yeah, he likes the white. Yeah. So Goku at this point says he's going to have to do something drastic here. So he uses instant transmission, goes pretty far away and all of a sudden you hear him say you know ka may ha may and then ha and just blasts a giant energy ball at you uh okay Han's like ah oh, that's interesting and just stands there waiting to see what it'll do <laughs> so goes right through you and disintegrates him yeah no disintegrated disintegration takes a while to come back from Okay, so. uh, I, I, well, you know, we've never seen him disintegrated. We have seen him incinerated. Yeah. But we've never seen him disintegrated. I'm assuming it's about the same. Okay. Um, so this this takes, like, th there's a recovery period here. Yeah. Uh, he's Your dude's going to think he won. Well, here's the thing, is that just like in the anime, the anime said that the Seven Deadly Sins and all those guys... They have power levels. Yeah. And Goku has the ability that he can sense power levels. Okay. And so, at first he's like, yeah, you know, tough little bow right there by one, but then he's he senses that he's still here, 
there's some kind okay. of power still here. So he's um, he's trying to see what's going on. Brown's power levels are not the highest. Um, there's two uh, seven deadly sins that are higher than him. But when he's using physical hunt and mimicking, he mimics the power level of the person that he's fighting. Um, but it's uh, it, it's like addition. So his power level is pretty static at 26,000. Um, and then it's that plus whatever um, whatever he gains. So uh, the Seven Deadly Sins power level stuff is like goofy because everybody starts in like the thousands. Yeah. And then they get up to like the hundred thousand and stuff. Yeah, so and you're like power level. What do power levels even mean? I don't know. They give them, but I don't think they have a meaning in Seven Deadly Sins. So he sends the power level, but so he hangs around. But Goku's a a good sport, and so he allows Vaughn to reconvene. Okay. Um, so after a much needed break, here's Vaughn back, white hair, um, probably sans his nice red outfit because. It's not, it's not immortal like he is. Damn, dude, it took you so long. I've been waiting. Yeah, at this point, Bond's ignoring him and, and like, grieving big crocodile tears over the fact that he no longer has this outfit. Are you ready to go now? I've been waiting for you to get to get back. You ready to fight? Let's go. Uh, Goku's so jumping around, stretching. He's like, let's go, come on. He, he does that hand thing where he's like, wait, 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 wait. Massive crocodile tears. Go who gets it. John almost gave up on a fight last time he lost his outfit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, no, 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 walking away, just walking away. Goku is impatient, and he's like, since you can be able to take Super Saiyan before and survive, I gotta go high or low. Super Saiyan two, boom. His hair has gotten even more gold and more pointy than before. Um, oh, I gotta stay bomb here. I think I'm, I think I'm ignoring this guy and looking for clothes, but not just like any clothes. Like, hey, you, do you want? They gotta be, they gotta be good clothes. Why would you fight me? Do you, do you need my clothes? I'll give you my clothes. They're orange and blue. No, I'll fight you so, naked. I don't care. So that moving thing he did, that, like, teleport thing Yeah, uh-huh. How far does that go? Instant transmission can go anywhere in any dimension, any universe. Okay, no. Bon is using this, and he's going to, like, whatever the nearest shopping mall is. And he's looking for, like, a nice, bright red suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Bond walked away from the last fight that destroyed his clothes. <laughs> he was just Seriously? Like, yeah, Goku you, wants to fight, you and you're off to going go to the shop. mall. Goku gets annoyed. Oh, yeah. So, here's my question here. Yeah. Bond can't kill this guy. And this guy can't kill Bond. I so, mean... Are they just going to fight till they destroy the planet? Pretty much, yeah. I mean... How do we end this? <laughs> at some point, it would basically be able to... We'd have to like, it would test out Vaughn's whole immortality thing. Because Goku has killed an immortal person before. Um, okay, so in the... Um, in the manga, I've not read to it yet, but I do know that it happens. Um, part of what he needs to do to get Elaine back permanently is to give up his immortality. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like Bond at some point would get bored and just do that. Yeah, I mean, Goku is just all about like, he isn't very good or evil. You're like, oh, you seem like a pretty good fighter. I'm just going to keep fighting you because you seem awesome. He's going to keep bugging you your, your whole life. Yeah. Um, and Saiyans and... can live up to like 150 years old, apparently. So, I mean, the next 100... He's like 40 or so. Like, the next 100 years or so, Goku's going to bother you every single day about fighting. 
And Vaughn is very much about like what's interesting and what isn't. Yeah. So like he he allowed himself to be captured and tortured for five years because number one he felt bad that Elaine was dead, and number two. He was a masochist. Yeah. So he stayed there until he got bored. Mm-hmm. And then he left. Um, he, he fights demons when it's interesting, but when they destroy his outfit, he walks away. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Bond would be the one that just bowed out here and was like, nope, I'm done. Not because, because he was bored. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Vaughn yeah. Vaughn withdraws from the from the AAG, from the gauntlet. Yeah. Which which leaves Goku as our reigning champ. Goku is the champ. Go- Goku might stay the champ for a while. It's Go- gonna be it's gonna be a hot minute before anybody's made more powerful than him. Oh yeah, I mean Goku is just the one that everybody is always compared to. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So, you listeners out there, what I want you to do now is I want you to comment on whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and I want you to tell me who do you think, you know, did the better reasoning, the big argument here, and I mean, whether you want to say that, you know, Dean won overall, or you think Amy won, you know, Amy and Vaughn, you know, let us know, and I mean, if you feel like, you know, one of the other past fights in round one, two, three, four, or five, you know, the other one should have definitely beat Vaughn. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Because whoever has the most common saying, you know, that Amy slash Vaughn won or Dean won, okay, the loser has to watch an anime of the other's choosing. And it was binge watch one season of the anime of your choice, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I I picked out what I would like you to choose. And so since Amy's not really about high school DXD, I would like her to watch that, but since she was kind of bothered by the continuous nudity and kind of pointless nudity of it all, and kind of weird sexual stuff, I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick one that makes that look like Naruto. And so... Okay. And so I picked uh, Quasar of Stigmata. Okay, I, I know what a Quasar is, and I know what a Stigmata is. What the heck is this sentence that you just said? <laughs> um, you'll find out. I'm hoping. <laughs> I watched okay. the I watched the first season because I was like, just so confused about what was going on and why did they have these things happening, and so I was hoping for some kind of reasoning to come at some point in that season. It did not come. It's just more confusing things after another and random things after one another and so I just want you to, you know, feel what I felt while watching that. You just want me to be super duper confused. That and then probably horrified. It's going okay. to, it might scar you. Uh well, you know, gee thanks. You're welcome. I know uh, you okay. like it. Um I went the other way. Um because let's Let's face it, um, you could probably withstand a lot of this confusion stuff. I can. Whereas um, I am uh, less likely to to put up with that kind. Um, so I picked um, Jeanju Romantica. There's okay. three seasons. You can watch whichever one you want. Okay. <laughs> and this is uh, what kind of anime? Uh, this is a uh, yoi anime. So that's so with two guys, right? Two guys. But okay. It is not. It is completely non-graphic. Okay. So okay. The, the whole show is like a romance novel, only it's a gay romance novel. Okay. I mean, I've never watched a full <laughs> series of one of those before. But hey, if I lose, I'll. I guess I'll watch it. There are three seasons. I would recommend starting with season one because they do build on each other. I, I was going to say I would probably start with season one just so I could understand what's going on. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, well, I'm guessing these two guys like each other, but let's. I'm just going to assume that. Let's find out what happens. Yeah. Uh, so I watched this entire thing, and I'm like, all of this drama could be avoided if you guys would talk. Yeah, talking usually yeah. helps things out. But, 
But really, all romance novels, man. Come on. Nobody ever talks in those things. Oh, no, I mean, you're supposed to have all the drama and stuff. Right. That's the point. Okay. So, awesome. So, it's either be Quasar Stigmata for Amy over here, or it's going to be, what, how did you pronounce that again? Junju Romantica. Junju Romantica for Dean. So, please let us know in the comments, hey, whether it be on the website, on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just let us know who do you think you know, did the better arguments, so that the other one can, I don't know if it's really the correct word, is punished. I mean, I'll get over I don't think I would see it as a punishment. Um, Amy might see it as a punishment after the after the first ten minutes. Right, and the um, the next episode is our review and opinion of the binge, right? Oh yeah, we're going to um, at least be part of it. Yeah, we're going to discuss uh, what uh, we thought of the anime that was given to us to watch through punishment. And so I'm also thinking that, and I'm thinking that we also might do um, the sword art analysis and trials. I think the last trail I showed you is the last one they're going to release before it comes out. Right. We need to do theories and an analysis of both trailers, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that might be next time. It'll be anime review slash sword art online, uh, synopsis, trailers, theories, and whatever else. All right. Sounds good. See you next time, Dean. Yeah. Thanks for joining me again, Amy. And thank you, listeners. So remember to please share, tell somebody about this show. Let's get it out there. You know, we blew up a little bit last episode, but let's get some more pit listeners out here and grow this audience. Okay? So see you guys later, Space Cowboys.